Welcome to Future Forward Sales. I'm Lynn Whitbeck, founder and CEO of futureforwardsales.com and Petite to Queen. Our superpower is empowering business owners to transform their sales and grow their business. We work with business owners who reject complacency and focus on innovative thinking to thrive. At the end of the show, in about 20 minutes, I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing sales podcasts. Let's go. Right now, I have Suzanne O'Brien Justice with us today of Blake Ryan Consulting. How are you doing, Suzanne? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. So please just start us off nice and simple. Tell us who you are and what it is your company does. So um, I'm Suzanne, as you just said, Um, and I actually founded my company in 2018. I'd been in the staffing industry for about 14 years. Uh, We are a full service staffing and recruiting firm. So we work nationally with clients throughout all different verticals. And we do anything from contract work, contract to hire, managed services, and direct hire placements. Okay. And how exactly did you get into that? What is the story for that? Oh my gosh. So I totally fell into staffing 100%. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was, you know, living in San Diego and I had one of those, you know, moments in my early 20s where I thought I was invincible and I was going to take on the world. And I <laughs> packed my car up. I didn't know anybody. I didn't have a job. And I moved to San Diego. Worked there for a couple of years and then decided to go back to Washington because my sister was getting into high school. And so um, I did real estate with my parents because I'd been licensed since 21 and they've been in the industry for like 30 years. And I thought, you know, I'm going to get a temporary position in between, you know, closing so that I have some money coming in, I can pay my light bill. Mm -hmm. And so I applied at this um, dental staffing company for a part-time receptionist. And I got the job and two weeks into it, the dental hygiene uh, recruiter decided to leave. And I went to the owner and I said, hey, you know, I've been kind of watching. It's really interesting to me. I'd love to take a stab at it. And luckily she gave me a shot. And so I started recruiting in their hygiene department. It was the, um, it grew into the largest department they had um, and the most sales that they'd ever had. And that's how I just, I got kind of tossed into it all. (laughs) Wow. I said literally fell into it. An opportunity just came knocking and you took it. (laughs) And now here you are. And so tell me, so now what, uh, what clients do you serve specifically now with your company? So we have um, quite a few different clients in different verticals. So we work with um, one of our big clients is Savers. Um, We work with companies like Getty Images and helping them with their financial positions uh, we do a lot of stuff with healthcare companies. So we work with like Advanced Healthcare, which is an amazing privately owned home health company in Washington. Um, and a, a lot of the other big ones we're not allowed to technically throw out there yet, but <laughs> um, we do a lot of stuff in the marketing and creatives fields, the finance, accounting, HR professionals. Um, we do some IT work and procurement and then a lot of healthcare. So we do um uh, registered nurses and then non-clinical healthcare too. Okay. So you're pretty spread out across many industries. So I'm serving a you lot are. of customers. That's great. 
You know, when I started my company, I didn't want to be that business that says, you know, this is all that we do and you Mm -hmm. need to fit into our box. I want to be able to fit into what our clients are looking for. And so I didn't want to limit myself to, you know, only one or two verticals. I want to be their kind of one-stop shop, if you will, for all of their needs and be able to really understand their business and partner with them on all levels. Mm-hmm. And with that mindset, do you believe that that's taught you a lot just about a bunch of different industries? Like you said, be locked in one. Now it's like, you know, kind of a, a little about a lot, a lot about a lot. <laughs> you know, I think it does. And it's really great because, you know, in, throughout my career, I managed some of the really big corporations. Um, and I managed, you know, I started in dental. Then I went to HR and customer service call center. And then I did manufacturing logistics. <laughs> and then creative and marketing and technology. And so I've, I've really worked throughout all the different industries. So I think it's it's great to be um, versed in all of it, if you will. Absolutely. And with that experience, how do you create fresh opportunities to best serve your customers? You know, for us, we really just try to figure out what their needs are and how we can come up with great ideas or creative ways to find talent that maybe that, you know, they haven't thought of. Or um, we really take an approach of, we want to know the ins and outs of the business, what they're looking for, not just the job description. We want to know what is your team like, you know, what's the culture fit there? Um, what are the soft skills that you're looking for? What are the must-haves versus your nice-to-haves? And then we do the same thing with our talent. And so we really want to ensure that it's a right fit for them. So whether we have to be creative and go search for people who maybe don't have that exact job skill set or that title or have transferable skills, that's like my favorite thing to do. Because then I can go to a client and say, hey, let me tell you the backstory of this person and how all their experience is exactly what you're looking for. You didn't even know it's what you were looking for, but they're going to be perfect for you. <laughs> and so with that flexibility, like I said, different industries and now at least a transferable skills, how do you leverage that flexibility to continue to think outside the box? You know, it's tough. And I'll tell you because uh, I think in staffing, we've kind of created this, um, conversation around specialists or subject matter experts. Um, and, you know, like I said, being in the industry for so long, I've heard a lot of companies say, we're the subject matter expert at this, and this is all we do. And I think really to be that, you have to have worked in that position. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think the outside of the box piece of it is really just trying to explain to clients the differences and why it actually is a positive thing for us to be able to fulfill all your needs versus you can only come to us for IT. Um, and I think that also creates that really great relationship of we understand you holistically mm-hmm. versus I only understand what your finance department's looking for. And then you have five other vendors who work, you know, in every other department you have. Absolutely. So, and so like you said, when you're meeting kind of all the different needs, how long are the contracts pretty much? Are you working with these people for, you know, a year, two, three years since you're covering everything? It's not something that's necessarily quick. Okay. Like you said, now go to your under, other <laughs> vendors. <laughs> You know, it really depends. We have some clients who, for example, like in the um, title and escrow company, they only have one side of the business right now they're hiring for and they have five positions open. We fill it in, you know, 60 days and and that's it. Um, And then we have other clients who are one client we just partnered with. Saris is a really amazing company. Um, They're doing this great uh, software grant for companies right now to help them through the pandemic. And we're helping them hire about 100 people in the next 12 months. Um, then you know, we have a client that we're working on um, uh, a bid for right now for a three-year contract. So it really just kind of depends on what their needs are and what they're looking for. But we, we tend to have clients who, even if they don't have a ton of needs right now, when they do, they always come back, which is amazing. 
Okay. Yeah. It sounds like it fits a lot of different things. And so I'm hearing the excitement about like staffing, meeting so many different, you know, like you said, niches and everything too, and the whole spectrum. But I'm curious, what are you most passionate about? And it doesn't have to do with business. What are you most passionate about? What drives you every single day to do what you do? You know, that's such a good question. Um, and it's going to sound really cliche, but I'd have to say, honestly, it's my kids. So I have two little ones. I have a three and a half year old and a one and a half year old. Um, I actually named my company after my daughter, Blake, um, because I was pregnant with her when I decided to take the leap and do it. Yes. <laughs> and <start my> own <laughs> business. Um, and so really that, that's what gets me up in the morning because I really, my goal is to build a nice legacy and something that I can leave to my kids and something that they'll be happy and passionate about as well. Just because I think it's such a, an amazing industry. And when you look at it at the end of the day, you're genuinely helping people. You know, you're helping people get jobs. You're helping them keep a roof over their head. You're helping them feed their families. And it's such a rewarding, fulfilling thing to do. So my biggest passion right now, outside of my job, because I feel like I work 24 um, <laughs> seven, is really my kids. And, you know, I want to build something for them and teach them how to have that passion as well as they're getting older and something that they enjoy. I love Which that. I'm hoping is this. That. Yes, right. <laughs> I hope we're in the right place right now. Absolutely. <laughs> And so, and I'm curious because for the moms who are listening and then, or moms to be, what is, would you say your advice is as far as, you know, taking that leap of faith when you're about to have your kid and some people might be like, this is not the best time. Like I'm about to have a kid again soon. You know, what, <laughs> what still made you be like, no, this is what I need to do. This is the time. I don't want to wait when they're, you know, 10 years old and could take care of themselves yeah. it's now. What made you do that? What is your advice for that? You know, honestly, I used it as kind of a little bit of a crutch. And I said, I cannot fail. Like, I do not have the option to fail. Mm. I have a three and a half year old. I have a baby on the way. There is just no option to fail. Mm. And so I really use that as a motivation and a, a way of pushing myself into just getting over the fear. And of course, I mean, through the first, honestly, six months, I was terrified every day. Right. You know, I was like, oh my gosh, did I make the right decision? Was, was this the good time to do it? Um, I was really lucky and fortunate with three clients that I'd worked with six years prior, but I'd kept that relationship. They were the first three to sign my contracts. And so I started working with them, which made me feel a little bit better, but you still have those moments of, oh my gosh, is this going to be sustainable? And then I started adding more team members and then COVID hit. (laughs) And so it definitely, obviously through everybody's rolled upside down. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would tell them, you know, just believe in yourself and make sure it's something that you're passionate about and that you love and take the chance on yourself. And then speaking of that, as far as women, tell us about your book, Women in Business. I feel like it ties in perfectly what we just talked about. Please tell us about the book. <laughs> yeah, so it's super exciting. So it's um, Women in Business Leading the Way. And um, basically, it is a collaboration of 13 amazing CEOs who started their own businesses. Everybody has a different story on how and why, and what, the, and they're all different industries, which is amazing. Um, and so, um, it's it's a really great read. We actually are getting ready to um, publish the second version, oh, yeah. um, which is the is Women in Business Breaking Through. So I'm super excited about that. So that should be out hopefully in the next couple months. Again, COVID kind of tossed everything aside. Um, but, and that's really more of an elaboration. So it's really exciting. I'll be able to elaborate more on, you know, what I'm doing and how working with a secondary vendor, HR vendor is helpful and what the benefits are and really just educate people a little bit more on it. I think for me, 
you know, my biggest thing with staffing is I love it and I've been in it for so long, but it, staffing kind of became a bad word because the industry had a big shift and it really went from that relationship piece to what's our bottom line profit. And, you know, I, companies were paying people less if they wanted benefits or they were overcharging clients or they were even walking away from great clients because the market wasn't high enough. Mm -hmm. And for me, I just thought I really want us to get back to the basics of why staffing is a positive resource for companies and, and candidates. Um, and so a lot of that is elaborated a little bit more in there. Okay. Wanting to go back to like, so the way it was, the way staffing culture used to be (laughs) in the next few years. And what are your plans to make that vision happen? You know, my goal in the next few years is to keep expanding. So we do have an office in Newport Beach, California that we opened last year. And then we were able to open an office in Texas and Austin this year, which was super exciting. So I wasn't sure if it would happen. Um, But it's really just to keep expanding and building my teams um, out in Austin, out here in California and in Washington. Um, And my goal is really just to keep going out and trying to have those conversations about relationships. And I train my team the same way. You know, you always hear me say partnership or um, any verbiage I'm using. I use the word partnership because we do want to be your partner. And so I'd like to, you know, continue going out there. Um, having those conversations, really explaining to to companies why we can push the relationship between staffing vendors where it used to be. Um, And I I have another fun project in the works too that's going to be coming out um, in the next two months. I'm excited about that. And that's going to be a little bit more kind of a deep dive into the pandemic piece and Mm -hmm. how I, you know, kind of navigated through that, if you will. Um, so that's kind of just my, my plans probably the next three years right now. <laughs> right. And a lot of exciting things, a very bright future ahead for you, of, of course. And so, yeah, I'm excited for you. Like I said, I, you kind of gave a little hint there as far as a project, you didn't fully say it. So we'll have to wait a couple <laughs> months to see exactly what that little surprise is. It'll be very exciting. And so where, for our listeners, where are the best places and platforms to go to for more information about you and about your business? So you can go to our website, which is www.blakeryanconsulting.com. And Ryan is R-I-A-N. I I always like to sell that for people just so they know. (laughs) Um, And then we're also on LinkedIn at Blake Ryan. We're on Twitter at Blake Ryan. We have Instagram, Blake Ryan Consulting, Facebook at Blake Ryan. Um, And then you can also email me directly if you'd like. It's Suzanne at BlakeRyanConsulting.com. Wonderful. Well, Suzanne O'Brien Justice, what an amazing experience it's been talking with you today. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to Future Forward Sales. If you are a business owner who rejects complacency and is driven to increase their sales and grow their business and would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit futureforwardsales.com forward slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor? Share this episode on social media. Then go ahead and subscribe. Give us a thumbs up, a rating, or a review. My name is Lynn Whitbeck, and I thank you again for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening.